Previously on Live at 605. What a damn rude boss. <laughs> oh my god, we should have sang. We didn't. You didn't do it with me. One, we, two. <laughs> we didn't. One, two. No! Okay. We, we damn boys. boys. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live from a scorching downtown Toronto. This is episode two. Episode two of season twelve of Live at Six Oh Five. Yeah, we've been gone for so long; it feels weird. I know we've already done the premiere episode, but I think we recorded the premiere episode like a week after we did the last finale. Yeah, and then we took like three weeks between episodes. I know, and it's been so crazy. Like, leave it to John and I to just get more and more busy as time goes by. Yeah, um, but we definitely have banged so many stories. So I know you've taken notes. Yeah, we, we have two episodes worth of stories here, so if I ever abrupt you endly around the one hour and five if minute I, mark... Okay, let's try again. When I interrupt you... When I abruptly... Listen, <laughs> I walked home in 40 degree weather. Was I not beside you? Yeah, so you gotta let... and, and I'm hungry... <laughs> Okay, am I not cooking for you? No, well, we share responsibilities. Where in that two-way story did we share responsibility? I kept you hydrated. I gave you more water on the walk home. But anyway, so what I'm saying is if I just abruptly, is what I think I was trying to say. Cut you off. Stop the podcast. It's because we have so much stuff. I want to do two episodes. Totes. And, um... Yeah, it's good to be back. We took a bit of a longer break this season. I think we needed to take a longer break. Yeah. We've been doing lots, so much. And, lots going on. And we had to pick up, we had to get a whole bunch of summer stories. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to tell stories that actually happened to us like three, four weeks ago. Which is like, I'm talking house parties, real baseball games, Toronto Blue Jays games, jam sessions, yeah, parties, Some of the stuff might be next week. Whoa. Okay. Trips to Ottawa. Trips to Ottawa. Weddings. weddings. Uh, I got punched three weeks ago. Not by me. No, not by you. I don't condone house violence. Bathroom spiders. I got a whole bunch of good shit. (laughs) And I don't want to put any pressure on you, but I might as well tell you now rather than later on. What? If you remember at the end of last week's episode, for some reason you got very upset that I had a band of the week. I know who I want to pick. Does that have anything to do with what you just did two minutes ago? Nope. All right, I'm just checking. Thank you. So... Why don't we give all the contact information? I actually forget all the contact information. It's been so long. Okay, guys. Well, I want to thank all the listeners for staying in contact with me while we were in hiatus. You know, premiere episode, amazing. So if you guys want to like my shit on Facebook or... You never give out oops, Facebook. It, what do you wow, mean? I lost my momentum. You don't want you guys want to check me out on Instagram, it's ValGomez23. I technically post way more shit to my Instagram than I do to Facebook. Yeah. Uh, before I forget, how many likes do you think this... Tell me how many likes you think I would get if I posted this on Facebook... I'll tell you how many I deserve. Post what on Facebook? This status. I'm going to tell you. Why would you? Okay. I'm going to tell you because I haven't posted this. Okay. Because I don't feel like I have enough respect to post this. You don't, or people don't. For no, you? people won't show me the respect. <laughs> okay, yeah. Tell me, tell me. You don't have enough respect okay. for yourself. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> There's some water right there. I'm dehydrated. And it's Friday night, and we're having fish for dinner. We're being healthy tonight. I don't have to cook you fish. No, no I, I, I want fish. <laughs> okay. Tell me. If I post this on Facebook, what? how do you think the response would be? Because I think this is pretty funny. Okay. 
Um, it's something like, because I'm just thinking, it's basically... I'm listening. Hold on. I had it in my head when I walked earlier. Okay. Give, give out your Twitter. Give, hold on a second. It's the same as my Instagram. Oh, God. <laughs> Why don't you pause it? Okay. I might have to just drop this on Twitter because I get more respect on Twitter than Facebook. Okay. But this is the status I was going to do. You say if it's a winner or, or a stinker. Okay. Uh, I always pride myself. I pride myself in always knowing when to give a white guy a hip hop handshake, or no, when a white guy needs a hip hop. Why don't handshake. you just read what you wrote? Because I wrote down scribble. I wrote down <laughs> pride, white, and give. Anyway, you didn't even listen to that no. one. No. <laughs> Invalid. Well, give out your information. That one deserves 40 likes. I'd probably get six. Give so. out your information. Uh, Twitter, you can follow me. I'm at Malencamp. And you'll get such good tweets like that one. But I'll be a little bit more thought out. Okay. And Facebook.com slash Live605 for everything else in between. Amazing. How was your Instagram game? Instagram game was fantastic this past week. Um, we obviously did a bunch of stuff. So I made a few pic collages. Um, but yeah, definitely gained some followers, none being sex bots, which is awesome. That's pretty good. What do you do on iTunes? iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So, do you want to just get into this episode? Yeah. Wait a second. What? So, like, is it possible for this new season, this new era, to include me on the iTunes page? Name. No, because I'll show you why. I, I, I can't. Why? Because if I go to the, fa the page. Yeah? Hold on. So one of my friends, right, one of my new friends, he said he actually, he's like, Val, do you by any chance have a podcast? And I was like, I do. And he's like, oh, yeah, I knew it was you on the, and he doesn't know you yet. So I was like, it is me. And he's like, you have a podcast. But he's like, I don't know this other guy, John Mallard. And this I was, other guy, the only the creator of the Live 605 um, podcast. Slow your roll, dude. I, oh, wait, Brandon's calling. Uh, Hello? And we're back. Brief break. <laughs> just everyone we knew just called us. Yeah. So. Do you remember what we were talking about? No. <laughs> about why my name's on the iTunes. Oh, yeah. Why is it? It's because it's just the way when I set up the podcast account on Podomatic, mm -hmm. you just somewhere I typed in my name, so it just comes up like that. Why don't you switch it? But I can't because, look, if you look on iTunes, it just says my name here. I can't. So it's, where's your profile? It's like, it's I don't know, you have to do like a deep web search on Podomatic to find it. But it only gives Are you, you sure? Yeah, because it says you have to put in your first name, first and last name. But do you, you I, it's not like I, if I was in the description, obviously I'd put your name there. My, both of our names aren't even in there. No, they're not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, if you want my, our names in the description, I can do that. Obviously. <laughs> it's more about the experience than our names. Like, I'm not, we're not trying to get famous over Relax. here. Relax. Anyways, let's tell some stories. Well, do you have a sponsorship? <laughs> Probably a 15 I'm not aware of. Uh, the one I have for you, because we're going to talk about going to Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. It's your <gasps> flight story. So I don't know if you want if you want to tell that now. No, I'll save my sponsorship in line with the, the Ottawa story. Okay, well, then I'll, I'll tell my sponsorship. Sponsorship of the week. It's a uh, work bathroom toilet story. It's <laughs> so gross. 
Uh, I have a picture. I'll post it on Facebook and maybe Instagram if you fuckers like my Instagram. Let me see the picture first. Well, and I can gauge how many likes you'll get. Oh, and well, then how much you'll bitch afterwards. Uh, I'll make it part of something bigger. I gotta go search it here. You gotta kind of zoom in. No, why no, are look you at this thing. Post look that. at that. Look at That's that. That's so stupid. No, but look how gross this is. But how far are you gonna zoom into it? Well, I can't. It's a picture of the toilet. I can't have my. Twigs and berries in there. Already discussed that you brought your phone to the toilet. Well, it was a stand-up urinal, so I. That's be, even worse. I had to be very non. Well, I, I finished my business, washed my hands, then pulled out Ugh. my phone with the gl- gloves Ugh. on. Ugh. Listen, I think everyone everyone's phone's been in the toilet, so no one's above in the toilet. No, well, not in the toilet, but in the bathroom with you. No one's above having a toilet phone. I'm just gonna put that <laughs> out there. Everyone's had toilet their phone in the phone. toilet. So I was at work, and I was going pee, and I had a stand-up urinal. Yeah. And so I'm doing my business. Yeah, you had a place to put your toilet phone. Well, no, my toilet phone's going in my back pocket. I can't be at a urinal. You can't have your phone out. Don't your pants fall down because of the weight in your toilet phone? (laughs) No, I got big hips. (laughs) Bougie hips. But anyways. Apple bottom jeans. (laughs) I'm peeing, and all of a sudden, I'm just, like, staring off into the wall, and then I kind of, my eyes focus... And all of a sudden, I see a giant yellow spider crawling directly, like, a foot in front of me. That's where I'm I'm a foot away from the wall. It's going to jump on you. Exactly. And this thing's coming down, and I'm, like, full blast stream going. Like, I'm not, it's not the end of a stream. I don't want to hear about this. Well, there's nothing wrong. Everyone pees. I don't want to hear you call it just stream. A full-blown stream. Yeah. (laughs) I was tinkling. Anyways, a spider was crawling down, and to your very point, I was very nervous I was going to jump out on top of me. Okay. Like, cause you, I, I've seen a spider jump. Have you? No. You've never seen a spider jump? No. Well, what would you do? Like, there's, like, I'm not my most vulnerable. That's your most vulnerable? <laughs> With my <laughs> peen out, yes. <laughs> peen out at work? What happens if you go camping? Well, if I'm camping, I can run away. I'm not like... What happens if you're peeing and camping? Well, I can run away. It's a force. I can't run away from a from the works. Can't, can't run away from the bathroom you're in. Not, not a work bathroom because I'll piss everywhere. But if I'm in the mother nature. In the mother nature. If I'm inside mother nature. Ew. I hope you're not <laughs> inside mother nature. <laughs> but I was just very nervous Ew. of this spider. And then for the rest of the week, I'm like, well, what if I got to do other business? Okay, mm-hmm. we're you... done this podcast. No, it's too gross. Listen. Have you ever... Seen a spider jump? No. Have you ever been in a urinal with a toilet phone? No. Have you ever had to pee a stream? No. Next topic, please. All I know is there's some movie where some guy's peeing on a toilet and something comes up the toilet and bites him in the balls. Yeah, it's a snake. Ew, he spit on me. (laughs) Better than a spider spitting on you. snake? Yeah, what was that from? I don't remember. Anyways, I'll post a picture of the toilet spider. I wouldn't even waste your but time. It's, it's one of my scariest things. It's one of the scariest things in the world. Is That's one of <laughs> I know. I had a, a good 14 seconds of me staring down the spider. Let's talk about all the horrible shit that's happened in the world in the past month. Yet John, as a privileged white Listen. male who commuted You just spit on me. Good. Right? Save it. Anyways, you go to the bathroom when you see a spider, you tell me if it wouldn't be your own sponsorship. You tell me if you saw a spider in the bathroom, you wouldn't bring it up on this podcast? Nope. That'd be the first thing you'd be talking about. We're 15 minutes in, this is the first you're hearing of this. No, it's not. Well, I told you before, because it's fucking a crazy story. (laughs) Okay. Spiders in bathrooms. It's... Horrifying. (laughs) And it wasn't just like some little black spider, it was a yellow spider. A giant yellow spider. 
who knows if it's venomous? Who knows if it's uh, got some crazy fangs? That might. Who knows if it's jumping after me? If it jumped on me and I didn't see where it went. I love that you're extending this story for like almost 20 minutes. I'm seeing how long you're letting me get away with it. I'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> well, that's my sponsorship. <laughs> sponsorship of the week. Definitely had saying. better sponsors. Well, I'm just saying, you tell me, if you ever see a spider in the toilet, you now look I'm me in the eye. Now I'm going to tell you my sponsorship Look me in the story. eye tell me you wouldn't bring it up on the podcast. Maybe you it's guys, not sponsor worthy. It's not sponsor worthy. That's like, uh, that should have been on the back end of our sink breaking story. Because then you would have been like, oh, Segway, I had the worst bathroom well, experience. Our sink didn't break. Yes, it did. The faucet did. When? Remember the faucet was loose and then the plug <laughs> got stuck? Yeah, but that was... Did we even tell that story? Yes. Yeah, but that happened well before my spider encounter. Okay, stop trying to extend the dream. <laughs> What's Next. your sponsorship? No, I said to you, you're not even listening to me. I had to endure your stupid spider story. All right, well, can I tell you about the time I got punched at the subway? Sure, John. I love that in season 12, Listen, all stories are about you. Not, there's a reason why I do this. I tell my stories, get mm -hmm. them out of the way so we can focus on you. Is that the real reason why you didn't change the description in the iTunes thing so all the focus <laughs> would be on me? There's, I'm, I, I don't even like our description. I, I wrote don't it like three it years ago. <laughs> so if you got a new description, by all means, whatever. You let me know. Okay. I'm just getting my my little stories out of the way so we okay. get to the bigger things. Okay. That's how you hook people. <laughs> it's all I those, just spit on. It's all those little stories that get listeners. Listen. Hooked. Let me just. Ah, I think I lost all my notes again. God damn it! I don't know how I always lose them on my Gmail. Is annoying. And you so, put them in your actual notes. Because I I, I don't know why. <laughs> Listen, I was going to the subway in the morning, rush hour, mm -hmm. and tell me, when you go through the turnstile, do you have to wait? And when you get to the turnstile, bury, go into your purse, look for your no, wallet. So I get my token ready before I leave the Exactly. House. Let me guess. It's in your back pocket. Nope. Front pocket. Exactly. So when you get there, you just drop it. You're good to go. Totes. So this one day, and that's how I always do it, because we do everything two minutes or less. Post. Not everything. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> so I get to the subway, and there's a lineup to go through the turnstile. There's three people in front of me. Mm -hmm. One, like, bougie-looking guy, and then two, like... Uh, bougie guy. And then two, like, backpackers. I'm like, I don't know if they're, like, latchkey street kids or some shit like that. That's a latchkey. A latchkey kid? I don't know, but it sounded good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I think a latchkey kid's something. I just don't know what it okay. is. <laughs> and so there's these two backpackers in front of me, like giant backpacks. Yeah. And I'm standing behind them. I'm already pissed off because everyone's like going through their shit yeah. to get through the turn thing. Yeah. And then the guy in front of me takes off his backpack and he's looking through his wallet. I'm like, I don't even think this guy can afford a $3 token. But he finds <laughs> a token and as he puts his backpack back on, he like full throttle punches me in the stomach. Oh, no. Now, it was by accident, granted. Did he apologize? He did, but here's the weird thing. I don't know if this is just a me thing, or if you would do this, or if it's just like a Canadian thing. It's a Canadian thing. Let he, me, I know already what you did. He puts his thing on, punches me pretty hard, too. Yeah. Wins me a little bit, and at the exact same time, we both say sorry to each other. Why like, did you apologize? Because it was like so weird that he just punched me in the stomach that it's just one of those things where it's just like a gut reaction that I'm like, oh, sorry, I was in your way. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> like, he punched me in the gut. I'm sorry. But See, even I apologize. Exactly. What is, would I you think it is a Canadian thing. I probably wouldn't say sorry to that one. If it no. hurt, I'd probably be more like, uh, 
What are well, you doing? Well, it definitely hurt. Yeah. But it was just like... At least he was apologetic. I think I that makes a so. difference. I would hope so. me in this. Some people just don't recognize what they're doing, though. That's true. I, I think if you, like, physically harm someone, yeah. they would hopefully uh, recognize it. But it's like, get your shit together and just get through the turnstile. Have your tokens ready to go. Yeah. So anyways, that's me getting punched in the story. See, little stories to get us going. Okay. I had, um... Keep going with your stories, John. No, well, I had... What do I have here? Um, I have Raptors talk. This is a little outdated. <laughs> when Let's we, can that story. Uh, we ha- I wrote down uh, Puff Batty going away party. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Well, why don't you start? Well, uh, it started off with me being sick. This is a few weeks ago. I was actually pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I, fu- I realized every... Su- What's so funny? Keep going. No, you tell your story. <laughs> You're making fun I of me. I love that this story is like Puff Batty going away party, but then somehow comes back to you. Because I'm setting up that I was <laughs> sick. Because if you go back the last six summers in a row, I get sick every summer. At least you once. Do. I get strep throat or something like that. So I was battling something fierce. You were battling something fierce. Yeah. So either way, our dear friend Puff Batty Man was, as per usual throughout the summer, he works on a lot of movie sets or television series um, throughout the summer, and that causes him to, like, commute to some, like, remote location for upwards of a month. And so this time around, he was going away to Ottawa Mm -hmm. um, to go shoot said show, right? Um, And so it was also... his birthday just passed, but we were also there to celebrate his going away party in addition to, like, a pre-birthday bash. Yeah. And it was great because it was me, Ferris, um, Tesla, obviously, Christina came, and then Cam was there, and then some other yeah. friends as well. But as to John's point, John was sick. Yeah, no, well, it was... There you go. Tell your sad story. No, that's it. I was sick. I felt bad. But it was a good summer <laughs> No, it only leads up to this because the whole night... I had half a beer. You had half a beer. I had like a whole chalice of sangria times four. The bigger story, which I'm leading into, is going to be what happened Sunday with trips to Ikea and me not being able to go with you. Oh, yeah. So this is, see what I, I give my little stories. That wasn't Sunday, that was Saturday. So Sean's party was on a Friday. Okay, Friday, Saturday. But if you see what I'm doing, I told two little stories because I know you got a big story coming up. (laughs) So I'm alley-ooping you. So I think this is the thing, and maybe this is a guy-girl thing, but I find, this is just me putting this out there, that girls when they're sick can rally a bit more than guys when they're sick. Um... Yeah, I, I feel I, like you like fully shut down. Well, it depends. I mean, if I gotta work, I'm going into work. I'm yeah. pretty strong. But if it's like your best friend's going away party, yeah, but I still went. Some <laughs> yeah. people would be like, "Oh, I'm not coming." Right? Did I, I didn't do that, and I no. stayed out pretty late. Yeah, and I hung out on a tall balcony, which I was scared, scared straight, of. which I was kind of slanted. I was gonna fall off that. But bad I do boy. think it's like okay, girls just rally a little bit harder. So we went to the party. You were great. You had half a beer. Um, over like six hours. Over six hours. I had more than likely upwards of six things every hour. And so it was a lot of fun. And so we were all just hanging out there. And then we're like, holy shit, we still have the rest of the weekend to hang out and do whatever. Yeah. And so it was great. We said bye to Sean. Um, he obviously left and went to Ottawa. We never got to rally with him while we were in Ottawa. Well, we were but there for such a short period. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that in a bit. But um, it was also, like, one of the hottest days of the year at this point yeah. of the summer. Like, the summer had basically just started, and we were all sitting out on the balcony. And that was one thing, like, 
We always like hanging out on Sean's balcony because he tends to get an apartment that's like on the 18 plus, 20 plus floor. Yeah, it's nice views always. Nice views always, but it was actually quite funny because there was about 10 of us on the balcony. You could see like the <laughs> dip in it yeah. at some points. And so Cam and I were the only two who weren't afraid yeah, to sit with our backs towards it. But there was one point where the leg of my chair went in the crack of the balcony. Whoa, like, can you not tell me these things though? And I was like, ah, why am I lopsided? And it's because one leg is fully outside the balcony Can leg. Can you not fall off this balcony, please? <laughs> I you did didn't. Not, you didn't tell me this. Tell I me told this you this. I was sick. I know, but I told you. So either way, the next day was supposed to be so, our domestic day. Well, we came home that night at 1 or one thirty in the morning. Like I said, I had half a beer over the whole duration. Mm-hmm. And I think we were like, oh, let's just unwind and we watch TV and then we went to bed normally. Obviously, I wasn't drunk. You weren't drunk at all. It's just like we were just having a fun time. Mm-hmm. And then we wake up. Yeah, the, the plan the next day was a big day, big day trip to Ikea. <laughs> and I, you woke up. We woke up around the same time. You got up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to lounge in bed. And I felt shitty. But yeah. as soon as I got up and out of bed, yeah. I felt like I had, the night before I had done like 30 tequila shots yeah. and Jack Daniel. I felt like I was, it was one of the most hungovers I felt in years. Like I remember I got up, I lay down on the couch, I'm like, I can't do this. I went to go shower, sometimes that just jump starts me. Got out of the shower and I think I went like right back to bed. Yeah. So it was just like a bad combination of like, because the cold I had, the sick I, I was, was like a bad had cold yeah. and like feeling like bad sore throat. So I just felt like shit. So my thing was, was that this was one of our like first days off, right? Yeah. If not the only weekend Saturday that we had vacant, that we had pre-planned to go do all of this like shopping. Cause we've been saving up all these gift cards from family and friends to go to Ikea to buy like a new TV stand or a new couch, preferably. And so we kind of scouted it out and everything, and we knew, like, this was the day it was going to happen. So I was, like, pretty stoked about it, and I'm like, okay, we're going to go pick up my parents' car because they have an SUV, so that way we don't have to rent a car. So it was, like, this whole thing. Like, we had a process. I had a vision. It was, like, we're going to take the GO train, pick up this car, drive the, um, whatchamacallit, the couch and or TV stand, Back to Toronto, drive the car back, and then jump back on the train. Yeah. Seamless three-hour experience. Right. Okay? And the thing is, is John and I are, like, moving champions. Like, we can do, like, we've moved two apartments in less than three hours. Oh, yeah. Right? And that includes, like, huge instruments and things. And so, okay, John wasn't coming, so I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I'll do this by myself. It won't be a long day. Yeah. Right? But I think this is a thing, and I should know better. About multiple things. So rule number one. These are foul steps. Going to the I Kia 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 Picker 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 Break It Down Remix Kia Picker Picker Remix Kia We're going to Kia. What you gonna do? Listen to the steps of how how to go to Kia. You do not go to Ikea on a weekend. No. Okay. That is rule number one. And all I heard for the next week after my failure at Ikea was, why did you choose to go to Ikea on a Saturday? From everybody in general? Everybody I saw. I, everybody I saw and encountered. Right. So I think the thing is, is that we only have two Ikeas close to us, and the one closest to us 
theoretically is Etobicoke, and that is like it it's in a pretty busy area yeah so either way i knew what I, exactly what i was getting because we do everything in two minutes or less exactly so except like, one thing except one thing <laughs> so i was like okay i'm gonna go get this couch i picked the couch i want they're sold out okay okay so i was like fucking hell so then it was like, all right, let me go ask one of the ladies in the yellow shirt to be like, hey, does another location have this? Yeah. Um, because it was like the most comfortable couch out of the infinite amount of same couches in different colors. Right. So she's like, oh, no, for some reason, the couch is like not discontinued, but it seems like it's sold out everywhere. And I'm like, well, obviously, because it's the most comfortable couch yeah. you have. That's not like a leather sectional or something. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to make this like a completely fruitless endeavor. So let me go look for a TV stand. Yeah. So I go and look for a TV stand. I find what I want. I text you. Uh, P.S. Yeah, so this is... This is now probably like, let's say three in the afternoon. You left at maybe like 11.30. 11.30. So I've been out for a while. I also went to like, you got to think, I commuted to my parents' house on a train. That's probably like a little under an hour. Yeah. I hung out there for like half an hour. So my Ikea adventure has only really been two hours at this point. But when you texted me and then you called me at like 3.30 in the afternoon, I had just gotten out of bed. I still felt like complete like hot Chinatown garbage basically. (laughs) And I'm at Loblaws still. I'm like, okay, I gotta go out and get some fresh air because mm-hmm. I think we needed needed like milk or something. Mm-hmm. And so I had my headphones on. And I was listening to music on Apple Music on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then I remember you called me, and I didn't have my normal like Apple headphones that have the the speaker on it. I mm-hmm. just had regular headphones. Yeah. And so because I had my headphones tucked in through my shirt, when you called me, I couldn't unplug my headphones. So I yeah. took the phone out of my pocket. And I was talking to you, but because I was so out of it, I didn't realize. That the, the headphones had my shirt riding up like this. <laughs> and I'm walking up and down the aisles, holding milk in one hand, feeling like death. And you talk to me like, do you want this thing? You want this? And I'm just like, yes, yes. And I realize my shirt's up. And so I tried to rush you off the phone. I don't think I told you that. No, you could tell. I was getting frustrated with you anyway. But it was like, okay, so I found this TV unit. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. It looks a little bit different. This is amazing. And then for those of you guys who haven't shopped at an Ikea at any point in your life. Consider yourself lucky. Consider yourself very lucky. So then what you have to do is literally go and you're the one who goes and picks up all the pieces of said product in their warehouse. And the mistake I made is once I took the picture of the actual tag of what piece it was, it was actually three different collections of products put together to make this different looking unit. Right. I go downstairs and I'm like, I can't find section 27 with all the pieces. And so I go and ask this woman and she's like, where's your paper? It tells you everything. And I'm like, what paper? And she's yeah. like, the paper right there. And she like took my phone and like literally zoomed in. Oh, she took your yeah. phone. Yeah. And I, I was like, like bitch, please. But she, she schooled me. This is the thing. I didn't read the whole sign. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, can you just print it off for me? And she's like, oh, I don't have it. And I'm like, so wait a second. You're telling me now I have to go walk all the way back through this fucking maze to go get that one paper. You're telling me you do yeah. not have, like, an inventory list? Yeah. You're a fucking, like, kook. Yeah, exactly. And so I was so pissed off. So I walked through this fucking maze of a labyrinth to get through the Ikea fucking grand maze that it is. Okay. I go back, and it has, like, all the pieces written out. And so then I'm like, okay, let me go and... 
find them all. And so I'm like, I go get like my cart thing with the shaky wheel. Yeah, and always. I go to the like warehouse section and I'm, tr- I'm literally, I am like a loading box champion. I am pulling shit out by myself. I'm helping other people. I get wow. to the last part, these glass shelves. And I'm like, oh, I can't find them. And so I go back to the woman and she's like, okay, you got the paper. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, can you tell me how, where, if I can find these shelves, I can't find them in the area. And she's like, um, yeah, we don't have any more. What? And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, we don't have any more glass shelves. And I'm like, but don't you use these glass shelves for like these products? So I'm like, how do you not have enough of one thing to fit all these other things or whatever? And so I'm like, this is so stupid. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, are you though? Are you really? So I was like, can you tell me another location that has these, um, products or these glass shelves and she's like oh why don't you try the burlington location because they have everything <laughs> and so i was like okay you know what that's a fine trek. bit of a trek you know we're in etobicoke and so for those of you guys who don't live in the gta etobicoke to burlington is probably like 45 minutes but then you have to take into consideration what i affectionately call gomez time Uh-oh. so from this point I go empty-handed after about a three-and-a-half-hour adventure in Ikea, Etobicoke. Yeah. Oh, I, by this time, I'm back in bed because I still feel like garbage. <laughs> so then I go back to my parents' place. And my dad's like, where is all everything? And I'm like, oh, I don't have anything because they didn't have, like, one piece and I didn't want to, like, drive to this other place for nothing. And then I'm like, I obviously don't want to build this without the glass pieces yeah, or whatever. Obviously. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the Burlington location. And so he's like, what? He's like, no, 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 don't worry about it or whatever. And I'm like, well, no, because I want to build this thing tonight, especially if you're sick, I'll just do it myself. Yeah. And so he's like, well, why don't we see if your brother Carl's home and we'll all go over there. And so I'm like, okay. I literally call every phone my brother has. Landline, his cell phone. Yeah. Beth's cell phone. I'm sure if Savannah had a cell phone, I called that too. My yeah. like one-year-old niece. Right. And so nobody is answering for like an infinite amount of time. So another 45 minutes pass. We have not gone anywhere. It's almost six o'clock now. Jesus. And so I'm like, what time does IKEA Burlington close? Nine. Who oh, I never thought that was a thing. Yeah. So then I'm like, we finally hear back from Carl. So now my parents are like, okay, well, why don't you drop us off? To, the, uh, to your brother's house, yeah. and you can go to Ikea. And so I'm like, do, 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 okay, fine. We hop on the highway, we go to my brother's house, and the minute I get onto their driveway, I realize if I take my parents and me in the car, I can't pull the seats down now oh, to yeah, actually fit point. the couch or the TV stand. Good point. So I'm like, this is so brutal, but you know what? I'm going to try. Just I'm going to be optimistic about flow. this. I go to the next Ikea, the Burlington location. I get in there. I have the sheet. This woman's marked everything from the Etobicoke location. She's like, there is infinite amount of stuff. 200 of everything. So I'm like, okay. I go again with my champion loading skills, go to the warehouse, and I start pulling off all the biggest pieces, start lining them up. The last piece, the brackets to hold the drawers together of this TV stand. I go... Then there's this other couple with me, and they're like, hey, can you find this product? And I'm like, oh. Um, they want you to help them find it? Because they can't find it either. Why do people always, like, I don't know. feel so, uh, like, they can instantly just grab, like, I don't know. Why do they? 
Why would a stranger come up to you and ask you to help them when there's like hundreds of Ikea Maybe professional. I just look like I know what I'm doing because I'm a champion loader. That's true. And so either way, I'm like, we're both struggling to find stuff. We're like, he went and called some dude. His wife was with me like climbing up shelves. We can't find anything. Okay. I go and get another woman in a yellow sweater and she's like, um, let me go check in the warehouse. And I'm like, bitch, please, you're not going to the warehouse. You're going to yeah. like walk in a circle. You're going to do store's, a smoke break. Right? Because the, the store's closing in like 45 minutes at this oh, point. Oh, she doesn't want to help you She doesn't want to help me out. She wants to fucking leave. And so either way, the guy goes and he finds somebody and he comes back and he's like, hey, so there's an issue with the inventory and the brackets Uh-oh. that actually show that there's 200, there's actually none. What? And so I'm like, are you fucking serious? And so I, like, lost it. And so the crazy thing is, I was so frustrated. And rule number two... It's step two of our key to go into the Ikea. When you're already having a frustrating day... Do not include your parents. No. As an adult, do not. The, when you're having a frustrating day, the best thing to do is keep it to yourself. Yeah, I right? agree with that. Get the hell out of a public area. Exactly. So, so, you know, knowing rule number two, what did I decide to do? I called my parents. Involve your parents. I don't know why I did this. So I'm literally in the cafeteria. As to your point, rule number three. Three. Repeat steps one through two to go to Ikea. Find the reference. You don't want to be in a public place. No. I go to the public place to call my parents. So that's like completely spoiling rule number two and three. I call my dad and my dad's freaking out. And he's like, just come back home. And I'm like, well, no, because now this location has the windows. Right. Like uh, the glass panels. And the other location has the bracket. So now it's like, do I go and pick up that on the way back to Toronto anyway? Seems so confusing. So though. confusing. But then my dad just started yelling at me. And I'm like, he's like, you've already been out for like eight and a half hours. I'm like, I don't care. And he's yeah. like, just do this another day. I'm like, listen, retired man. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm like, I know you have time. But I'm like, this is my one day. And I'm like, I am by myself. This is happening. Right. So needless to say... I came home empty-handed. I may have isolated my parents. I never saw my niece. No. You were sick and not with me, and I got home at 11. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a long-ass day. It was a long day. I still don't have a TV stand. No. Or a couch. We'll just go one day after work instead. Yeah. Maybe it's not so busy. Totally. Or we can just take a whole day off of work and then do it. Make a day out of it. That could be actually something to consider. If we, if we went at like Wednesday at like 10 in the morning. Totally. There's not going to be anyone there and then we can do other stuff. Yeah. That doesn't take two minutes or less. That would <laughs> <laughs> So that was my fucking Ikea story. Okay. Uh, I realized, I was looking at my notes. We got to tell the big uh, Ottawa wedding trip story. Yeah. Then I was like, I couldn't remember if the first episode we talked about softball or not. We didn't. So we haven't talked any softball. No. So we might be able to get to that. But before we get into any more big stories, let's do, you can choose from three segments. Okay. All new ones that we introduced last week. Okay. Do you want to do, and then maybe we can make dinner and do this later. Do you want to do views from the social media? Mm-hmm. Agree or disagree or turn? King, views from the social media. Okay, this is views from the social media. I think there's a sting. If not, view, view, views from social media. View, 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 views from the social media. So this one 
like I said, we took a bit of a break. So this is kind of older news, but it still bugs me. So we all remember the three-year-old kid who got attacked by the gorilla? Yeah. So if you didn't hear the story, I don't remember where in the States it happened. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. But it was a three-year-old kid, right? Yeah. Climbed over a fence at the zoo and ended up in the gorilla cage. And the gorilla was holding him and throwing him around. And it I don't was, know. I just started laughing. It was horrible. No, you did a sad face. Yeah. But it was crazy. Like, there was the video. The mom's like, we're going to try and help you. And they ended up having to shoot and kill the gorilla to save the kid, right? I was not okay with that. No, no, I obviously. Do you no. do you remember what the actual um, cage looked like inside, like the terrain in it? Yeah, it was like really tough to get to the gorilla. Exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't like so, like kid. to me, it's like the parent should have jumped over and got the kid. Yeah. So here, exactly. But this is this is what I want to talk. This is what I saw on right. the social media that pissed me off. Okay. So there was I defined it as gorilla madness. Like it was like a week straight of people posting about this shit. Okay. And I just saw. Um, here's one of the stances that I saw a lot of people take. You ready? Mm-hmm. People were saying that there shouldn't be zoos at all. They're like <laughs> boycott zoos. Zoos shouldn't be around. It's torture for animals. This and that. Okay. And it's like look, I get because of SeaWorld they don't treat the Orchids or whatever, very rare. Stop saying orchids. Orcas. I don't know. Whatever. Orcas. Orchids are plants. They're flowers. Either way. Right? People, it's just like these grand statements of like, boycott zoos. They're no good for animals. And what I, and the same people who posted these big things about zoos were the exact same people I noticed who said that Prince was their favorite artist. And that Muhammad Ali was their favorite athlete of all time. Okay, that is like a big, like... No, but no, I can show you the exact same people. No, I know, I believe that. I just hate people who do that because it's like, stop being so topical. It's like, you know that's not your favorite artist or you're not your favorite athlete. Especially if you've never spoken about them on your feed, ever. And you have the ability to check someone's feed. Yeah, guess what? I love, uh, I I didn't love Prince. You didn't love Prince? He makes the weird 80s music. Doves cry? That's too weird. It's called when doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> I like Prince, yeah. but just because I didn't post about him didn't mean that I didn't like him. Right. Or David Bowie's a better example. I liked him a lot. Yeah. But just because I didn't post about him. Yeah. It goes back to Father Day's post Father's Day posts. <laughs> Everyone posting like, My dad's the greatest dad ever on Facebook, this isn't that. I'm like, guess what? I only called my dad. I hope he knows I loved him. I didn't post it on Facebook. But your sister did. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Now you're making me look like a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, and my other one, mm. this is the one that really pissed me off. Because okay. whatever, people like to be topical. Yeah. They like those, now that you get the, you can do sad face likes. And yeah. everyone's like, whatever. So this one really bugs me a lot. I see it all the time. I hate people on Facebook or Twitter who quote themselves. And I'll give you an example. <laughs> so when people, let's just say. What was Buddy's name? Who? Uh, Kate Sex. Oh, uh, I was going to say Darvish. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He used to quote himself. Oh, well, that, okay, that's a different kind, yeah. So mm-hmm. there's this one guy who would, like, post, like, philosophical quotes and yeah. be, like, the stud. Like, yeah. That's what, what I mean is, so let's just say someone has an interaction with someone on the street. Yeah. And then they end up writing verbatim. Oh, like, yeah. So it's like, like a transfer. So let's just say the like... person's name was Stu. It'd be like, Stu, dot, dot. Hey, and they, they would write this whole thing out. Yeah, it's a transcript. Like a, yeah, transcript. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I guarantee you, whatever witty thing you just typed, you yeah. didn't say it in real life. Oh my but god! Just, things like that bug me. Like, I don't need to know whatever funny thing you said to someone on the street 
word for word, right? Yeah. I think it's also, like, people who write, like, the longest things. Yeah. And then, like, I still, I've said this before. When you write the longest story in your status, a yeah. status is a status. It's a meant to be short. Which is why I like Twitter, because it's, like, 142 yeah. characters. Character count, right? A status is a thought, not yeah. a monologue. It's not asking for your, like your prose about something but it's like when you try to like i feel like when people just write huge amounts of things in their status bar it's not like i'd like to i'd like to find out how many people actually read it versus just seeing oh you wrote something long i read the first sentence engage if i like it or not and then it's like a pity like exactly because like i didn't when i got punched by that guy yeah i didn't do a whole thing where it's like walking down the subway today Dude in front of me says, oh, there's a long line. Punches me. Ouch, I said. Sorry. It's like, fucking, just let these experiences happen. Or if you want to write a quick status, write it. But don't write down word for word. Because I see people who it's like, had a phone conversation with my mom. And here's yeah. like a 20 sentence thing that we both said. It's like, how do, you didn't remember all of that. No. And you're not as witty as you think you are. You're writing down the funnier joke Exactly. Now. So just do what we do and do a podcast about it. Yeah, to- exactly. Toilet phone, anyone? <laughs> Exactly. So we just chose the audible route of that storytelling. But I'm not posting it on Facebook. You will just say, listen to it. Yeah, but even like (laughs) witty banter we have here. Like, let's just say for a good example. Oh my God, if somebody had to transcribe our banter, I'd like fucking bless their heart. But here's a great example. The episode, But I Carry the Milk. So good. So the whole time when we had that conversation. Yeah. If I was a stupid person, I could have written that word for word on Facebook and been like, Val, uh, or John, oh, I hate carrying all the booze and the food. I get so heavy. Val, yeah. well, then let me carry it. John, no, but I carry the milk. Val, what are that's you talking not about? At all. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's how these things go. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's not how the story went. No, but that's how people write it. Yeah. Like, John, what do you mean? Val, I mean, I carry milk. Yeah. John, no, you don't. Val, yes, yeah. I do. And it goes on, and I've I, seen this. I, I understand. I agree I'm with you. I'm all heated. I know, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You're telling the story inaccurately. Okay. I'm going to have like an aneurysm. This thing's pissing me off. You're not. Okay, so my, well, view, my views from the six and me and. No, views from the social media views from the social media so my view is um me and a friend of the podcast alexis actually took the piss out of this yesterday during um a lunch party that we had and so basically my thing is and i'll never not follow these people but on instagram or on facebook it always makes me laugh now when girls like take pictures in like bathroom stalls yeah or what's the obsession with the bathroom i don't know i guess it's like decent light and you have the reflection in the mirror right yeah and people jumping on me about telling a spider toilet story yeah you got girls well, over toilet here toilet phones so exactly. I guess that's what i mean everyone takes their fair. phone to the toilet. toilet phone so either way the one thing that makes me laugh is girls should who we just take... call this episode toilet phone yeah uh what you would call it who took their phones to the bathroom but then take pictures of themselves like selfies but then they pull like a str- like a lock like a like a bunch of their hair out. Yeah. So I've noticed before the the trend was just to like lean over, right? Yeah, and, and there's like one hand on your hip, hip and, and then lean with your head tilted. But now the new one like you just said, which I've noticed a lot of people doing is, is like holding out a part of your hair as if it's blowing in the wind, but you're holding it. Yeah. So I actually don't understand what this is about. Well, I just wonder which famous person is a Kardashian. Oh, it's probably a Kardashian. Who, who, do, who does this? Right? And so, like, it. I just think it's funny because 
It's fine if, like, one person's doing it unintentionally, but when, like, multiple people in a picture do it, it just looks so ridiculously contrived, especially when we know you're not a famous person. Yeah. Right? So it just made me laugh. So Alexis and I decided to do a picture, and she looked way more cool than I did doing it. Really? Um, so if you want, you can post that in whatever pic collage you do for I the know. podcast. But, yeah, so to me, those are, like, the, um, what do you want to call it, views from the 605. Is that what this is? No, it's just called Views from the Social Media. Oops. Let's get to this thing. View, 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 views from the Social Media. So, you won't recognize, or you won't even notice this, but we just took a three-day <laughs> hiatus from this actual episode of the podcast. Yeah. We uh, started Friday night, started recording late, had dinner, got tired, got busy, and now it's Monday evening. So we Yeah. Took, even though we've been off for like four weeks. I know. We've only been able to record one and a half episodes. It's been so busy. I don't know where time goes, especially but, in the summer. Well, that's why we have three episodes worth of material, and I'm trying to just not condense do all of it right now. No, not right oh, now. Oh, sorry. Not condensing. No, not condensing. Because we have so much shit, I don't yeah. want to like blow over certain things. Totes. So we just played, if I remember correctly, views from the social yeah. media. So do you want to talk about a trip to Ottawa, maybe? Yeah, let's do it. We'll talk about, um, yeah, a quick little trip to Ottawa to go to a good friend's wedding. So this was the beginning of June. Yes. It's now, I think, July when we put this out. Yes. Uh, so my good friend, Matt, who lived on my street growing up. In Ottawa. In Ottawa. He got married uh, a few weeks ago. So Bananas. We were very excited to pack our bags and spend a quick trip to Ottawa. Right. We flew down Friday after work. Uh, and came back basically Sunday, Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon, yeah. Sunday afternoon. So we flew down there Friday, and I don't think there's any issues Friday getting down there. Friday going down, there was no issues. I think it was more just like that exhaustion, and it it just reminded me of like you having to commute back and forth to New York. Yeah. Like it was just like a jet setter life where you just have yeah, to take yeah. off, or like me going to work, and it was like jet setting to Montreal during the day, yeah, right? Like exactly. it was just like go, go, go. It seems like every year one of us travels a lot. Like, when I was doing New York for yeah. six weeks, then you were flying everywhere. Totally. This last year, so it's uh, it's a good way to get air miles, I suppose. <laughs> so we got there to Ottawa Friday night. Yep. Got picked up from the one and only Pops Mallon. It was we, also birthday week. Yeah, it was my, my dad's, dad's birthday. birthday. So happy belated birthday to Pops totally. Mallon. And then pre-Katie. Exactly. Her birthday is a few days after that. So we went to, it's now like our hangout for dinner. Yeah. Do you remember what that restaurant's called? Uh, I want to say know. like... La Fornio or yeah. something. It's a really good Italian place in Stittsville, I believe. It's a really great Italian place, but what I love is that whenever we go to this place, it looks like a manor house yeah. from the outside, and we've gone there now like probably like four times, Yeah, I think. At least I have come with you guys four times, but we always have the same waiter. Yeah, and, and the he, same table. He always sits us in the same place, and he so does. what I never noticed was that the other side is always jam-packed. Oh, of really? people and I'm like are we just like the loudest that he gives us like an entire dining room <laughs> our own little wing our wing of this manor house which I equally feel is haunted oh yeah completely easily. haunted it's, it's like haunted. Frankie Frankie's for sure um but yeah so it was like awesome like we always love going there yeah so it was nice to see the family and catch up with them yeah I had a wonderful dinner I always get the spaghetti and meatballs I change it up a bit do you yeah yeah so then we went home and it was fun because we got to finally show my folks and my sisters our our vacation trip to Bahamas yeah you cut an amazing uh, uh, Bahamas video because one of the best gifts I ever got was the GoPro from totally. my folks for Christmas and 
I was happy to show him the footage of the great camera they got me, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. And the audio is really good. Audio is really good. And we, I thought I thought I did a pretty good video. We set it to some pretty cool music. You did the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so Friday was fun, but it was one of those long days when you work a full day. Yeah. You fly. We're like, oh my god, how many things did we do today on a Friday? You fly, you work. Totally. Go to dinner, all these things. So that like was five fun. modes of transportation. Yeah, and so that was Friday. Then Saturday was the big wedding day. Yeah, so the crazy thing was, because we had to, like, we've traveled for weddings, obviously. We have the Great Europe Trip of 2013. We have the Mexico vacation of 2015. And now followed by... We have the Quebec wedding of 2015 as well. There you go. Or was that 2014? 2014. It was right after... Oh, so sorry. Lil's wedding was 2014. Yeah, so we did Yeah, so two two destination weddings uh, that year, followed by... One last year, followed by one this year. Yeah. Um, and so we you know we've learned from our mistakes. It's like, oh, make sure you travel and pack all of your wedding attire separately. Yeah. Right? And make sure you have certain things. But for whatever reason, I failed to pack any jewelry, yeah. a purse. Yeah. My nails weren't painted. So I didn't want to come to what is basically your high school reunion. Uh, I guess so. Right? It's just people I know. It's just people from my past. People from your past. But you hadn't seen some of these people in like 10 years. Yeah, probably. Right? And so I'm like, I don't want to come in looking like a schleb. No. Right? So it was nice in the morning. We went, obviously I had to go buy like jewelry and um, whatchamacallit, nail polish. So our favorite pastime in Canada is going to Walmart. Go to the centrum, the Walmart in the centrum. And then we took your mom out for lunch. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Yeah. But then, yeah. So then you, um, had you ever been to the location for the wedding before? Beautiful Strathmere, Ontario. Is that where we were? We were in Strathmere. I thought that was just the name of the location. Yeah, it's in Strathmere. I didn't know that was like a town. I guess so. I don't know. I'm even though I lived for like eighteen years or something yeah. in Ottawa. I don't know a whole lot about it. No, I that's just, fair. I take you around Canada. But okay, so we're driving, and like you're really great because you're like I'll drive or whatever. Yeah. And so the crazy thing is, we've driven to some boondock places. Yeah. But I got so nervous of driving out of there, even though it was bright. And there was no lights to be seen for at a nighttime. bit at nighttime. Yeah, it was definitely. I thought we could have been abducted by aliens. Totally. To home, which it, is. It was much, it wasn't as intense of a journey as the Quebec. No, no, that That one was was a little bit scarier, but this one felt like, okay, you know, leave at a decent hour, because like the man with the iron hook hand might come out after you. Oh, for sure. So what was your impression though of like going going to the wedding and seeing all these people after 10 years? It was nice. It was like Matt's got a really good group of friends. Yeah. Obviously, I know a lot of them from when I still lived in Ottawa. Yeah. And it, it was uh, they're all just so nice and welcoming. So mm-hmm. I remember when we got there, like all the groomsmen and stuff were guys who I, I was friends with. So it was yeah. nice to see them. And they like recognized you off the bat, and everybody was so excited to see you because you kind of became like an urban legend. Like, is he gonna show up? Is he coming to this wedding? Yeah, but no, I thought it was nice. I really liked the the wedding location too. It mm-hmm. was like. In this nice uh, area in the, the a farm, I don't know, the field, farm, whatever it is. It was, a, it was more like a field, like yeah, a meadow really, really nice. The only thing that always sucks about summertime weddings, for yeah. guys at least, is if you're wearing suits. Yeah. And it's like just sweating buckets from the, the sun. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's like also, like my hat goes out to you guys, because I guess for girls it's just like, oh, you're in heels and it's shitty. Yeah. Or whatever, because you're on the grass. But yeah, I felt so bad for the groomsmen, because it was so hot. Yeah, um, but yeah. they all look so nice. So it's it's like one of those fine balances. It's like you obviously want them dressed up, 
But at the same time, you're like, oh my god, they're probably dying of heat. Yeah. But it was really nice. So it was outside, out like this um, cabin, I yeah, guess, yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they hung up string lights, and then there was like this, like gazebo. Yeah. Um, like Hopa. Gazebo. Yeah. Sure. And the officiant made it, and actually thought it was cool. Now that I think about it, made an announcement that nobody is to take pictures. I like that during the ceremony. Yeah. And I think initially everybody's like, "What do you mean? I can't use my phone." Yeah. But it was actually really nice because it forces you to be part of the actual ceremony, which exactly. I think sometimes people just get so consumed by like, "I'm going to take this picture. And I'm not paying attention to the vows or like what's happening." So I thought that that was really cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was a really nice ceremony, mm-hmm. and then they had a really nice cocktail hour mm-hmm. and everything. So the one thing, though, is that what we didn't say is besides the groom and the bride yeah. and, like, um, whatchamacallit, Matt's mom yeah. and brother, yeah. you really didn't know anybody else there. No, I didn't no. know anybody well, you else. Well, yeah, you didn't know anyone right? except for just Matt, Matt and Caitlin. Matt and Caitlin. And so the crazy thing was, was that one of our other close friends, Ashley, yeah. she wasn't coming because she lives on the other side of Canada, so unfortunately yeah. she couldn't come down. Bit of a trek. But so we were like, oh my God, I wonder who we're sitting with. Yeah, exactly. Right, for dinner and everything. And so we actually lucked out and I, got a really cool table of like complete strangers. Just like my t- baseball team, the Swingers, yes. I think I've lucked out with having to be being put together with strangers. Totally. It, yeah, we had a, no, we had a really good table of, of uh, people. It was nice. I almost want to say we had the most boisterous of the tables, mm-hmm. but also the most like eclectically diverse. So we had the actual photographers yeah. of, of the wedding they were at super our table. Cool. They were super chill, really nice people. Yeah. We had another bride and groom, um, like soon to be anyway, yeah. at our table, and they actually worked with Caitlin. Yeah, yeah. They were and really then cool. we had two university friends. Yeah. And so I found like it was really interesting because everybody kind of kept the conversation going. We yeah. talked about everything under mm-hmm. the sun. How everyone met, where they were. Totally. How so they knew everybody. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was really nice. Like, I feel like you've come to a lot of, like, my friends' weddings over, like, the past, like, or, like, my high school friends' weddings. Yeah. Over the past. Well, I have one high school friend. No. Or two, maybe. Right? Shut up. No, but I mean, like, I just think it's, like, you, we've gone to, like, a lot of, like, mutual friends. Yeah. But then it's, like, of lately, it's been, like, my elementary school friends and high school friends' weddings. Yeah. So it was nice to be on your side this mm-hmm. time, which was cool. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I thought all the, what do you think of all the speeches, first of all? I thought Matt's mom's speech yeah. was compl- like Beyonce fierce. Yeah, his like mom. Like Sasha fierce. Yeah, she her his mom was great because she did sentimental talk. She told some jokes. She totally. Told, the like, pacing was the, amazing. The pacing, and you know, sometimes it public speaking's tough. You may yeah. listen to our podcast. How many times do you hear me going um? Huh, <laughs> this, but not once did his mom go no. um or like compose. She she just spoke yeah. with like I was gonna say perfect English, but just yeah. just the way her pacing and her. It was as uh, if yeah. she had elocution. It's as if she practiced. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about this today. It's just like sometimes you can't teach people to be really great presenters. They yeah. just have it and you can coach them to, through it. Yeah. But other than that, like, it's sometimes it's just a gift. And I felt like I, if she was a politician, I would 100% <laughs> buy into anything she said. Oh, for sure. So yeah, sure. I thought she was really great. It was Shoot. nice hearing, like, some salacious tales about Matt, oh, which yeah. are awesome. Stuff that I knew about that made me laugh. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember these times. I'm like, oh my god, this <coughs> got, some of these stories were like 10 years ago. I'm mm-hmm. like, Jesus, where is the time Did you go? get like really nostalgic? Did you miss being in Ottawa? Uh, no, not <laughs> nostalgic, yes. But, yeah. uh, no. Did it make you miss like, oh, you missed out because you moved to Toronto? 
No. To find this hot young thing. This PYT? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I miss being 22. Okay. <laughs> now I'm 31 and I'm like, no one cares about me. Just I'm everybody. I'm doing garbage birthdays now. Everybody just cares about you? Name 12 people who care about me. I can name about 35 who came to your birthday. Well, then I'll take all names. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. And one little guy who just asked if you were oh, hanging out with him all day. Too sad. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the rest of the wedding was fun. The food was delicious. Mm-hmm. Dancing was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a blast. I had a blast. I thought it was um, a lot of fun. But then, yeah, we were driving home, and I was like, oh, my God. We are going to, like, hit a deer or a caribou or something on the road. Oh, yeah. Because it, it was a fair bit truck without lights. Yeah, it was a while until on, we like, got to the actual highway. So, But uh, overall, I thought, like, the actual adventure, we stayed there for a really long time, and your dad was actually up when we got home, which was, like, 12.30. Yeah. Well, even, like, before we got home, we were mm-hmm. still a little bit hungry because it's like we danced all the food off. Yeah. So we went to pizza. Oh, pizza. We got pizza in the Centrum. And there was these three punks. They must have been, like, 15 uh, yeah. years old sitting in that pizza pizza, like, yeah. midnight or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I was ready to start something with them. Even Why? I, was, I don't know. Where did you used to hang out? Did you hang out at Little Caesars with Matt? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then you were probably the punk. I know. Like, I was just like, who are these 15-year-old Canada Lakes punks? Yeah. I we shouldn't... used to hang out at that those kids' age at Jack Astor's. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even know where we got this money to hang out at Jack Astor's all the no time. I have no clue. I made $7 at Zeller's pushing so carts bananas. for a living. But yeah, so that was fun. Went home. And then the, cr- the crappy thing was we had to, a pretty early flight back yeah. to Toronto Sunday morning because was it? No, it was it was my second softball game. Yeah. But how was your flight home from Porter? <laughs> so, guys, this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Okay. I think the thing is is that we still trust Porter obviously and it's a really good flying experience 50% of the time. But something always happens with us. And it's usually on the way home for whatever reason. So because our, because of our last experience, our flight got canceled. Yeah. They, it was very gracious of them. They gave us a $100, $100 gift card. Yeah. Now, the shitty thing was, <laughs> when we booked our flights, I thought I could book our flights and use both of our separate gift cards. Yeah. Because they're, I'm booking two people. Yeah. That wasn't the case. We had to book our flights separately, which is fine. It's yeah. only a 45-minute flight. which It just meant... That we didn't get to sit next to each other because I wasn't gonna pay thirty five bucks to make no. sure we sat next to each no. other. No, and it's like it's like less than an hour flight, it's so, it's, flight. so it's fine. It sometimes it's, it's takes a nice breakaway for me, I'm sure. For Obviously, you. right? So either way, we get to the airport. We're just hanging out. There's like impeccable weather. The sun is shining in Toronto. Did you see the plane? I did see the plane. Okay. So no, the, no, wait. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, because the plane pulled up, but we realized it was a connecting flight from yes. Halifax, right? And so when you do the connecting flight from Halifax to go back to Toronto, it has to stop in Ottawa to yeah. like refuel, exactly. essentially. And so, okay, so we're getting on. John is before me. Yeah, I get on before you. I'm like 8D or something. I walk, I see yeah. my, no one's in my seat. Perfect, I sit down. Some chick that sits next to me, we say nothing, it's right. perfect. I'm in seat 15D. So you walk past me. I walk, no, I don't even almost get past you. So yeah. I get onto the plane, and you, like most people who are in their, like, like I will say six years old up, yeah. can count and make a judgment as to somebody is sitting in their seat already. Yeah, I always do that. Right? Sure. And so as soon as we board the plane and John is walking down, I'm looking to see, like, is somebody in my seat? Because I have this superstition that I always sit 
on, and I always try and book the right side of the plane, I rarely choose the left side of the plane for whatever reason. So this time around, I was on the left side, and I was counting down the rows, and I'm like, somebody is in my seat. Right? Yeah. And even if it wasn't the right row, the whole plane was full at the back where my seat was. And I knew that no matter what, somebody was sitting in my seat. Oh, boy. Okay. So my thing is, much like when we go to concerts or do anything, do you think John and I don't know where we're sitting? Yeah. It's it's the same with even last night's softball game. Yeah. This team took the field. I'm like, I'm like you guys aren't playing tonight. I'm like, do you think I would not come to a game <laughs> and not know I'm playing? You guys aren't playing yeah. tonight. Do you think I would come to a baseball game and not bring a baseball glove? It's exactly. Like, you do not deserve to be here. So I'm basically standing there. There's another gentleman in front of me. Then there's this whole quad of people who clearly know each other. And they're all discussing. It's like, are you sitting in this dude's seat? Blah, yeah. blah. So we haven't even dressed my fucking seat at this right. point. And so reluctantly, this one guy moved to a vacant seat. But then the stewardess was like, you can't do that, yeah. right? Because it throws off the balance of the plane. At this point, I still have no seat. Jesus. Okay? So me and this guy, Kyle McLaughlin. You know his name? Of course I did. I saw the plane manifest. Give us Irish people a bad name. So all of a sudden, the stewardess lady was like, sorry, can you guys just go wait like over there? And I'm what like, class seriously? Over here? So now I'm standing there. And the worst thing about being on a plane and you're like standing up like aimlessly. They think everyone thinks it's your if fault. They think it's my fault. And so I'm just like, I am trying to sound as if like I'm talking to you in a really loud but diplomatic voice to illustrate that it's not my fault. Right. Right. And so I'm like, John, you know, I don't know what's happening. Somebody's in my seat. But I'm like, and I show the woman my thing yeah. and whatever's happening. And so me and Kyle go to the front of the plane yeah. where there is two seats yeah. at the front, like right beside the door that are vacant. So Kyle and me are hanging out there. Kyle shows the stewardess his um, ticket first. Yeah. And he's like, the stewardess lady is like, hey, Kyle, you're on the wrong flight. You're supposed to be on, like, let's say if our flight's at 9.30, yeah. he's supposed to be on the 11.30, but he tried to stay on the plane. So right now, shouldn't they have kicked his ass off the flight and given you your proper seat? Thank you. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm just hanging out there. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm worried because somebody's still sitting in my seat. Well, who, who the hell's in your seat now? So some, like, family Person? man is sitting in my seat. And so I'm like, oh, my God, what happens if they kick me off the plane? Right? And you're on it. Like, what's going to happen here? But it's bullshit because you actually have... That is your flight in your seat. Exactly. So everyone else should be getting the fuck off. So, okay. So the crazy thing is, I'm still waiting up here. The woman then goes, the stewardess lady, goes back again to the back of the plane. And she's like, talking, 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 talking to somebody. And then she comes back to the front and she's like, okay, I need to go talk to the captain. Okay. And I'm like, seriously? So I'm just like hanging out here. And I feel so horrible because now I feel like I know the flight has been delayed because of me. Right? But again, it's not you because you have all the proper things. It's other people who... Yeah. Keep screwing me screwing us over. And so she comes out of the cockpit and she's like, okay, she's like, "Um, you can sit in this front seat near the door. And I was like, "Um, okay. And so... I was like, I kind of signal to you that I'm like sitting up here or whatever. Yeah. She's sitting directly in front of me. Yeah, it's a weird spot to sit. It is. It's super weird. But I felt like we were talking like the whole time so much so that I distracted her from her job because she didn't make like a bunch of announcements. Jesus. And then she said, she's like, you're technically not supposed to talk to stewardesses during takeoff or landing because it disrupts them like in case something happens. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God. But she says to me that basically a bunch of people on the connecting flight from Halifax were supposed to deplane yeah. and try to stay on, 
right? Bullshit. But then also some people who are coming from, um, who are supposed to get on the 11.30 flight just came on board. And I was like, so how did they get past the first people who yeah. check your passport and everything? Exactly. So it was just so stupid. But then she said also... I, um, because the other guy was staying in a seat because he technically was fine to stay in my seat. Yeah. If I was a guy, I wouldn't be able to sit on the left side of the plane. Really? Because of the weight distribution. So they take an average of, like, the male to female, like, weight limit and add, like, 50 pounds or something. Okay. And so it's like, okay, if you're in said category and you add 50 pounds, are you going to throw off the plane so much? So they said if I was a guy and I was sitting at the front of the plane, yeah. right, in that first seat across from her, it wouldn't have been allowed. What? Right? And so I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. So she's like, yeah, we would have asked you to go to the back of the plane and kick the other person off. So right. I was like, first of all, you're telling me that this other person isn't getting kicked off the plane. I know. Right? They should kick his ass off right now. So it was so silly. So I was just like, this is ridiculous. But she was telling me, like, all these things. But all I kept thinking was, like, why does this keep happening to us? Always. And then she threw the plane manifest on the seat beside me. Okay. So I was, like, trying to, like, read it, like, as if I wasn't lost. I'm is like, that why you wanted to watch Lost yeah. again? Yeah. So then I was so, manifest. totally, I was so into, like, airplanes at this point. <laughs> And so I was looking for, like, your name. Did you see it? Yeah, totally. And so it's so crazy because the way they write on, at least for Porter, their plain manifest, it's like some people have, like, capital name spelling, some people are little names, some people have their full names, other people don't. Right. So I'm always curious to be like, were you actually supposed to be on this flight? Right. As if it's, like, flight, what is oceanic flight? Eight five seven yeah, or something, something like right? And so I'm like, oh, my God, this is so creepy. Jesus. If people just snuck on the plane... So, all in all, this woman made the flight more tolerable, and she was telling me about bringing lobsters back for her daughter from Halifax, which was awesome. But I was so, like, irritated. I was like, it'd be really amazing to not have one issue coming back from Porter. Mind you, when I went to Chicago, it was my fault, right? Right, yeah, yeah, I remember When I got taken into holding for that one shirt I bought. Yeah, yeah, that was your fault. But the last time you went, that was not my fault. No, it was their fucking fault. It was their fucking fault. And this time it was their fucking fault. their fault. fault. It was Kyle McLaughlin's (gasps) fault, too. Ruins it for everyone, them Irish. So that's your sponsor? That's my sponsorship. Sponsorship of the week. Okay, so since we're at an hour five, we're going to talk about two more things. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, wait, you added this to the example. I was like, what? So two, (laughs) we can maybe do three things. One of them's going to be really quick, where I want to talk about... Last week's episode of Turn, which will only take two minutes, but it was really good. I guess I, I'm debating doing a, a side podcast called like 605 Turns or Turning to 605, where I just review every episode. I'm thinking about it, but it okay. makes a lot of work. And then maybe we can quickly talk about Neighbors 2 and then do a little baseball talk. We have to do full baseball. Yeah, so let we me... won't give like this past week's game. No, no, no. We have no. to talk about yeah. the rest. So can I talk? Let's do your, let's do your turn. turn. Alright, so this is my sting for turn. To everything, turn, turn. Turn is a fucking fierce show, turn, turn, turn. It's really quick, but it's been four seasons of turn, and I've been waiting for one character to show up, as all the rest of our of the turn fans out there. And last week, the character I've been waiting for finally came on. Hell. Do you know who it was? Nope. He's, Bo? He, he's been made famous because of a, of a big musical on Broadway. But your boy, Alexander Hamilton, finally made his way on the turn. And... No, that's... That's Hamilton the musical. Ew, 
Oops. Where they turn uh, history into hip-hop. Is that why they called it turn? Uh, no. <laughs> but, if you, you know who Alexander Hamilton is, right? He's one of the founding fathers of America. No, didn't I ask you if he's <laughs> on the mountain? <laughs> you did. I'm like, no, he was not a president. <laughs> oh, there's four presidents. I swear I took American history. But this would prove how Americans know nothing about Canadian history. Yeah, what, uh, I don't know shit about American history. Oddly enough, I took American history too, and I liked it far better. Than oh, it. same. What, what do I give a Johnny, shit about Johnny, Johnny McDonald? McDonald? <laughs> Our first prime minister. Like, who do I care? Like, who do you care for your freedom? <laughs> hey, we were gonna be free whether it's him or Pierre Elliott Trudeau. What's the line from Brayhut? You can take my. Wa- <laughs> I don't know why I'm British. But you can't take my freedom. And then they show their butts and they're like painted blue. Is that what it is? Well, half of them are painted blue. Are those the bad guys? Like in turn? Or uh, the blue coats? The blue coats the- are bad. Oh, okay. Right. But anyways, Hamilton showed up. Yeah. Which means we're getting this much closer to writing the um, Constitu- U.S. Constitution, which is fierce. One of the fiercest things in U.S. history. Oh, okay. So what is so, the character arc for this Hamilton? For Hamilton? Yeah. He showed up. He, he showed up. <laughs> Whoa. He met with Bo, one of the main characters. The kid? Yeah, the kid. What did he do with the kid? He slapped him around a bit, too. What? No, Why? he didn't. He actually he stood up to the grandpa who's been slapping Bo around. He's like, this is not my America that I want to live in. He's uh-huh. like, I know we only got 12 colonies, but this isn't fair. Okay. And trust me, 12 colonies, that's the best time. Like, I don't want to get into the 50 states. I like it when it's smaller yeah. colonies. So, And then he met the main guy, um, Chad. <laughs> One of the main the guys, main Chad. The main guy, Chad? But anyways, Is Han- he on the mountain? No, he wasn't the president either. <laughs> but anyways, Hamilton knows that mm-hmm. the guy's being a British. Like, he's spying on the British. Mm-hmm. So he knows that he's actually a, a blue coat. He knows he's a red coat pretending to be a blue coat. So did they all meet up at that bar? The uh, Poor Richards? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's where they write half the Constitution over uh, pints at Poor Richards. Okay. Anyways, I'm excited. What happens on next week's episode? More shit goes down. I don't know. They do really bad promos on AMC. <laughs> so, anyways, it's on tonight. turn. But that's my review. Hamilton showed up. Alexander Hamilton. And it was okay. fierce. That's it for a turn. <laughs> to everything, turn, turn. Turn is a fucking fierce show. Turn, turn, turn. And I just want to point out one thing. You always think I don't watch this show. No. But last week, did you... I didn't know you were coming in the music, the TV room. Was I not watching it? Yeah. Like, have I ever turned it on when you were like, oh, I got... Every time you see me watching, I'm actually watching it. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. two seconds in, I'm halfway through. So why don't we watch an episode together and get me into it? It's... It's one of those shows that's more intense than Breaking Bad. Like, I don't know if I can relive the first three seasons. So I'll much watch this happened. season with you. Yeah, let's do it. But I gotta watch it the night of, so. You do? Yeah. So today? Yeah, but we gotta watch The Bachelor. I know, but Turn is so important to you. We'll see. It's one of those shows I like to, it's my own thing, so we'll see. Oh, okay. So we, do you want to talk baseball or neighbors? Yeah, let's do baseball. So why don't we talk about the first All right, couple. wait, let's do neighbors first, then do baseball. We'll do a quick neighbors. Yeah. Uh. So we've been wait we've been so busy that it's been hard to go out to see movies, but this was a few weeks ago we finally got to see a movie. Yeah, so we wanted to see um, obviously there's a few movies we wanted to see. Popstar, mm-hmm. X-Men, Neighbors 2, etc. And so we're like, what do we want to go see? And luckily for us, um, Neighbors 2 was playing and it was one of the only films available at a certain time of day where we were ready to go out. So, for those of you guys who don't know, Neighbors 2 is the sequel to the Seth Rogen and Zac Efron film, 
from a couple years ago. So Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, is about when the new next-door neighbors turn out to be sorority, even more debaucherous than the fraternity previously living there, Mac and Kelly team up with their former enemy, Teddy, played by Zac Efron, to bring down the girls. Mm -hmm. And so when we saw the trailer, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, It did, like, I like Neighbors 1. I like Neighbors 1. So... How did you, on the fast bender scale, give neighbors two? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Um, I liked the movie, but I didn't love it. I think I gave it, like, I'll give it, like, a 7.7. See, I feel like that is even generous. Yeah, 7.5. I don't know. What what do you think? Maybe 6.5. Yeah, it was alright. The problem is, let's say Neighbors 2 compared to, to what's the Jonah Hill uh, movie? Which the, one? The one where he's with Channing Tatum. Oh, 21 Jump Street. Twenty Yeah, 22 Jump Street was just as good as... 21 Jump Street was awesome. Yeah. 22 Jump Street wasn't as good, but it was still really good, I thought. Totally. Neighbors 1 was pretty good, but Neighbors 2 was just... It was alright. It was alright. That's all. I'll give it an alright. I think the one thing that I didn't like about Neighbors 2, and so that hopefully, you know... Listeners, you guys can make your own, um, what you want to call it, ideas about what you think of the film. But I don't like, and this could just be me, raunchy humor for the sake of getting shock value. And I felt like all of the jokes fell really short in this film. I also just didn't understand some of the commentary. Like, it felt like the plot lines were going nowhere. Yeah. For sure. And so it also stars Morgan from the Mindy, Mindy Project and one of the girls from, uh, what is it? She was in Mad Men, but she was also in, what was that show with what? the dude from Charlie Hunnam? Sons? Yeah. Not, yeah. No, the first show he was in. Oh, Freaks and Geeks? No, he was in the other Undeclared. one. Undeclared. Undeclared. So she's from Undeclared. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't know if I like you. Like, you're nah, just annoying I don't like me. Her. But I felt like this plot line was just, it was like trying to be feminist, but it wasn't. And then it was like trying to be like politically correct, but it wasn't doing a good job of that. Yeah. And it was the only time they ever did jokes where they were like so shocking, you had to gasp. Right, right. Right? right. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, I'd it's wait. It's like a summer film. Yeah, I'd wait for it to come on demand or something. Yeah. If you're bored, go see it with some yeah. friends. It's still funny. It's some, yeah. It has its moments. Seth Definitely Rogen's has its moments. Seth Rogen was good. I found, like, there are certain parts I found, like, actually, like, laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. But I love their use of Kanye West's New Slaves. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. really good. I yeah. thought the music was good in the film. Yeah, so it was alright. I mean, summer movie, something to do when yeah. we have some downtime, but... Stay tuned because we're gonna have next week's episode. We're gonna review a new movie called The Shallows, Ooh. which we won't get into now. But yeah, so it was all right. Mm-hmm. So since we're getting pretty deep into this, why don't we talk a little bit of softball and then we'll end this battle? Yeah. So this now I've done five games. Yeah, I've done three. You've played three and coached two. Yes. And so I guess we can talk about the first couple games. Yeah, maybe. of course we do. So the first game. So wait, give the listeners the backup of like how you apply or like signed up because I don't even think we you did that in hiatus. Uh, yeah, I think we mentioned that I signed up for it, but it was just I wanted to play softball this summer because you have your jamming. I'm like, oh, I want to do something just to take my mind off of work or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And you used to be a baseball player before. Yeah, I was a really good second baseman. My dad coached a couple championships, mm-hmm. so that was always good. But I didn't want to do some bullshit softball league where it's like 
three nights a week where you got to go to different ballparks around the GTA. Like, I don't want to go to Scarborough on a Wednesday yeah. evening. I want to do it one day a week at the same ballpark, which happened to be, I was able to find. So it's every Sunday we have uh, baseball, unless there's a rainout, could be Monday or whatever. But, um, so yeah, I found it. I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to find 15 people to sign up with me either. Yeah. Like, people can, are whatever, it's, it's tough to have people commit, I guess, in the summertime. Whatever. So whatever. I signed up, signed up as a free agent. Yeah. And even, yeah, so I signed up as a free agent, and I got put on a team called the Swingers. <laughs> uh, so I'm on this team, and the first day I was nervous to go there, because I'm like, oh, I don't know if these people are good, if they're all friends, if they yeah. know me, whatever. But can we say what you said at Fresh Burger? What? So, like, the day before. So we go, we went um, to go get burgers the day before just for dinner. And I was like, oh, my God, are you excited about the game? And you're like, yeah, but I'm like, oh, these people aren't shams. Like, yeah. they better be up to my caliber and all that be the worst. Yeah. And so it's just like, I was like, whoa, because I've never seen John play baseball yet either. No. So I was like so excited to, like, come watch a game, like, as if I'm, like, a 16-year-old girl watching, like, the captain of the football team yeah. play. So it was pretty cool. So I was just excited to come and watch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's just setting up my thing. So I think the day of, uh, so there was seven guys in our team and three girls, and you have to have a minimum of two. You want to have at least three girls playing. Yeah. But a you minimum need to of have two. Two. And so I think the day of, two of the girls weren't able to make it. They messaged us saying we weren't able to make it. So I asked you, I'm like, do you want to just put on some running shoes because you might be playing? <laughs> like, I don't know how this is working. And so, excuse me. Um. I have played baseball before yeah. um, in university and in high school when I used to work at Canadian Tire. We used to have like a league on Saturdays that we played in and yeah. I always enjoyed it, right? But I was like, okay, I haven't played, like I haven't played in a while. And then it was also like, I never paid to sign up for this. So yeah, exactly. that was one thing. Yeah, you um, haven't paid anything. I haven't paid anything yet. But I was like, you know what? This could be fun. Yeah. So, so we decided to get to the ballpark a little bit early just to like scope things out and everything. Mm -hmm. And we get there and the one awkward kind of thing is people would walk by and they would look like, like, oh, is this the right diamond? And so I'd have to go up to people and be like, are you a swinger? <laughs> like, it's a weird question. Some people would look at me like, no, what the hell are you asking? Yeah, like, so because we didn't get to decide our name. It was given no. to the team because they're all free agents. Yeah. So then one by one, people would come and they were, they were swingers, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And everyone who was on the team, we lucked out. I lucked out as did you since you played in every yeah. game almost. But everyone's super cool on the team, really athletic, really good, really passionate about baseball. Yeah. And so the first game we played a team, the Wellesley Wolverines. Ooh. And so basically since they're we sign up as free agents, there's no real team captain. Mm -hmm. So the organizer... Uh, but we kind of assumed the role. I'm like, okay, let's... No, as you assumed the role. Yeah, well, so anyways, the organizer there is like, oh, do you guys have a team captain? Because we need to, like, flip a coin or whatever, decide mm -hmm. who's home and away. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll do that. It's no yeah. problem. So I ended up winning the, the coin toss. I got to decide if you're home or away. Yeah. Is was, there an advantage to being home? Yeah, you want to be home because you get the last at bat. Like in last night's game. Right. When we were down by three runs. Right. Uh, you always want to have the last at bat, I gotcha. think. Anyway. So we didn't win... The toss. Last night, no. no. We did rock, okay. paper, scissors, I lost. Yeah, okay. Lost in three rounds. Okay. Uh, so we ended up being the home team, and it's one of those things, too, where it's tough the first day because we all have positions we like, but what if there's, like, four people who like to play second base? Yeah. So we had to kind of figure out 
who was playing what. And yeah. so I, since we had one too many people, we always had to have one person sit out. As the unofficial team captain, I'm like, I'll take one for the team. I'll sit out the first round. Yeah. I think you were in the outfield the first inning. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so since we only had one girl show up properly from our team, you were put on the team for this game. How did you feel in the first inning in the field? Were you nervous, excited? I was kind of nervous. One, because it's like, it'd be the same as if I said, hey, John, because it's like, I've come to, like, all five of your games, right? But if I said to you, it's like, hey, John, one of my bandmates bailed out. You need to come play with us for three hours straight, yeah. right? And know all these songs, right? It's like, I haven't warmed up. I wasn't banking on playing. You didn't even hear the rules. I didn't hear the, the rules because I was sitting in the stands, and I fucked up one of the rules, needless to say, in that game, I think. No, I think you're okay. Actually. No, didn't I? Was like, I, like I was gonna start stealing or right, something. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so either way, I, I was so nervous. I'm like, please don't hit the ball to me, please. Oh don't yeah, hit the I'm ball the same way for the first game. And I was also like, I didn't stretch or anything. No, I didn't stretch either. <laughs> so the first inning, I think, went pretty well. Maybe they gave up. We gave up a couple yeah. runs, whatever. Uh, so I ended up being the leadoff batter. So yeah. in softball, you pitch to your own team. And I was happy because my first at bat, I hit a line drive single, so I got on base. Yeah. So anyways, the first game went on, and it went pretty good. There's no real stories. The team we played, they were they were a really nice team. There's no bullshit or anything. No. And uh, I was pretty happy we ended up winning the game. Yeah, and I think it was amazing. Like, it was, such, it was so good for morale. And, you know, what John isn't saying is that it is all free agents, so you never know what the chemistry is going to yeah, be. Exactly. And, like, if everyone is, like, gets along, or if it's, like, is it a good team? Is it, like, solid group of people? And this time, it, we... We did luck out, right? You have an amazing group of people who, to your point earlier, all really like baseball yeah. and just like enjoy playing on Sundays, which is awesome. Yeah. So I was kind of happy. Usually, like I said, I'm, I was a natural second baseman growing up, mm-hmm. and so I was excited to do that. But since mm-hmm. I was the first one to sit out, whenever each inning, whenever a new guy would have to sit out, I didn't mind. I would just take their position. Yeah. So I kind of liked it. The first game I played, like... Outfield, infield, I went all, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And the one position I hated growing up was first base. And uh, it turns out I actually like playing first yeah, base Yeah, you're now. really good at it, too. And one of the things I really didn't want to do was I didn't want to pitch because I didn't want to get stopped <laughs> with a ball. Yeah. But I ended up being one of the guys who would just, I'd pitch whenever I knew I wasn't going to be up. I actually think you're a really great pitcher. And to be fair, you socked somebody with the I've socked two people with yeah. the balls now. Yeah. Not much I can do about that. <laughs> so. But I thought... This is the, the, the game now where you want to give up home runs as a pitcher because you're pitching to your own team. Yeah. So I've had a lot of home runs scored on me. Yeah, I think you, had, you did a grand slam. Yeah, I've had a couple of grand slams. So anyways, the first game was a lot of fun. We beat the Wellesley Wolverines. I was happy with that. It was actually a pretty close game. They played well. Totally. Should we just talk about the second game maybe? Yeah. So next week's game, again, yeah. So before we move on to the second game of the week, I forgot... Uh, you were actually one of the main reasons why we probably won the very first game. No. So softball does seven innings. We were the home team. So in the bottom of the sixth inning, we were losing by, let's say, three runs. Yeah. And we were down to two outs. You were up to bat. Yeah. And if you lost, we're going into the last inning down by three. Yeah. So two outs, and you are up to bat, and you end up getting a, a very solid single. I think you cranked it to the outfield, ran to first. Yeah. And from there, what? Okay, wait. Fact. I like to point out. I don't know if you've seen me run. I hustle hard. Yeah, that all I can ever ask is you give it 110 percent and hustle. Right. I don't care if you strike out, you miss a ball, as long as you try your best. My legacy through this five game, three out of five games I've played with you guys, I've beat some of the throws to first because of my hustle. Yeah, and sorry, this one I think you actually did. 
you hit it hard to someone at like shortstop, and they did throw it to first. That that's what it yeah. was. But you beat the play because you hustled. Yeah. So you get on the base, and then what happens next with two outs? Ooh, Since you got on base, home runs. The rally started people getting hit, yeah. and I think there was the bases loaded. Bases so loaded. We had a grand slam because of you started the rally, which is pretty exciting. And I think we ended up getting so many runs that we were up by three or four. Yeah. And so we ended up winning that game Woo-hoo. largely in thanks to. No. Yeah. Um. It's always cool though. Like I think it was like. Such an awesome feeling. I have the same feeling when we jam and like a song comes together. Yeah. It was so nice and I think it was great for morale that you guys won the first game, yeah. right? Which was awesome. And I like to say this is the kind of team we are. Because again, this isn't competitive baseball, it's no. rec league softball. In that game, I remember, we we thought we had three outs, I think in that sixth or seventh thing, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we ended up only getting two outs and because yeah. we were up by so much, like, oh, whatever, we're going yeah. to the last thing, let's just let them totally do their do thing. Their thing. And so, which leads into some more games where people can get way too serious. Yeah. So, we'll just talk about game two, and then we'll do the next few next week, maybe. Yeah. So, the second game of the week, the following Sunday, we played a team called the Master Batters. Oh, wait. We're not even going to tell the good game, the crazy game with the crazy girl? Uh, Let's tell that one. We can briefly, we can quickly do it. Yeah. So, so, Master Batters first. So, Master Batters, as it stands right now, they're the best team in the league. They're 5-0. and They've scored 40 more runs than they've given up. Yeah. And so they were a team where they had, like, first and third base coaches. And they, they all uniform. know each other. They all know each They're other. They're coordinated. They're obviously really good. And we had them on the rope. So we got we lost game two, but it, we just had a lot of bad luck. Because the first two innings, we got them the two outs with no runs. Yeah. And then they ended up rallying. And I think by the second inning, mm-hmm. they were up, like, let's say 16 to, to 1. It, what John didn't tell you, it was also the worst weather. There was, oh, like, right, a right. giant lake. Yeah. On like right in in our dugout and like yeah. in front of our dugout. Yeah, it was tough. And it was raining, like spitting and then raining throughout the game for us. So yeah. I think it was just bad for momentum, regardless. Yeah. So the three things about this this game, three things that happened was they they crushed us. Like maybe I think it was. Oh, they they lied about the score. I think they want they said yeah. they won twenty two to eight. Fuck you. We had more than eight runs. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Second thing is we hit the ball really well. We hit it hard and high and far, but we hit it right to all their players. Yeah, they were all positioned really They had the well. shift going on, this and that. Yeah. Uh, next thing was, since they had a huge lead, we knew by the second inning they were going to win the game. Yeah. But again, it's like, let's just have a little bit of respect. Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's say it was 16-2 uh, to two in the third inning. Yeah. Someone would hit the ball. They'd get the first base, and maybe their right fielder dropped it, or they'd had a bad throw. Yeah. The person would go take off and take second and third and go home. Yeah. It's like... Just take one base and stay but there. But this is how... Okay, so this is... Okay, two things. Yeah. This is what the theory I said to you guys last... Yesterday. Yeah. Do you have to play more douchey? Yeah. Because this is how maybe teams like that are cleaning up and creating such a gap between them yeah. being like the lead leaders in the lineup Yeah. versus us who play fairly no. and respectfully and we're in the middle. No, I don't want to play douchey because I want to do. I want to play one way, and that's the right way. It's like right. have fun. Because that way, if I know we win, we're winning honorably, right? Yeah. Like whatever. If you guys want, that's just the team they were to me. They're like they're up by sixteen runs, yeah. and we make an error, so they go first or third. When it's yeah. like just take second or don't go at all. Like show a little compassion. Yeah. Like we're it's pouring rain. Totally. It's, like so that kind of bugged me. I so, so can I just jump yeah. on that for those of you guys who don't watch baseball, but I can put this towards. TV yeah. for some reason. I said this to, I can't remember who I said this to on the team that day, but for those of you guys who've watched Friday Night Lights, yeah, Coach Taylor is obviously an amazing coach, 
And there was one episode where him and the lion, or him and the, um, what you want to call it, the Dylan Panthers, had this incredible leave over said team they were playing and were killing them. And the nice thing to do with, like, three seconds left on the clock was to just take a knee and run the clock. Right. And instead, for whatever reason, the guy, he ended up, whoever the field kick was, went and took the field kick. So it was a dishonorable thing to do. Right. Because it was, like, throwing in the other team's face that they kicked ass so much. Yeah, exactly. So what I feel was this was, like, a Friday Night Lights episode where that team was just being a bunch of dicks and taking the field goal when they knew they had already blown us out. Exactly. So that pissed me off. Then the other thing that annoyed me mm-hmm. was I think it was like the last inning. We're down by a bunch of runs. I'm on second base. Mm-hmm. Someone's up to bat, and I you can't take leadoffs. You can't steal bases, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on second. We pitch the ball, and the person swings and misses. Yeah. My momentum takes me a step off the base. And so the guy at shortstop, I'll show you what he did, and I'll tell you what he should have done. Yeah. So I take a... a Little lead forward, then I go back because I thought they were going to hit the ball. He goes, yeah. Hey, bat, or hey, uh, runner, you can't take a lead off a of second base. You'll That's be out next geez. time. He yells it so everyone hears it. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, sorry. Like, I had some ads. I'm like, Sorry, yeah. I didn't know that. He's like, yeah. I'm telling you, you can't do that. So he calls me out really loudly with yeah. what he should have done, which I would have done to people. Yeah. It's first of all, it's like, Well, you're winning by 20 runs. Thank whatever. you. It's Relax, like, dude. What he should have done was he should have just walked up to me nonchalantly and be like, Hey, man, just so you know, in the rules, you're not allowed. If they swing and miss, just stay on the base because yeah. you can get out. Like, just come up to me totally. nicely. And then, so I was like, all right. So he was a dick about that. And then someone else did it. And he was like, hey, runners, I'm telling you for the last, like, he yelled at us. I'm like, just what a dick. just tell me and I'll relay it back to everyone. The like, team. come up to Thank me. Thank you. I think there's just, like, this level of, I don't know, just yeah. diplomacy that was missing from that team. Yeah. Right? And that's the one thing I just don't like about them. It's like, you can't tell if their douchiness is what is creating the large lead yeah or are they actually that good yeah I, right well, they're obviously good but they're obviously like, good you guys, but there's an element of dick baggery there yeah i'm like just you guys are the best team in the league just like show a little compassion like but, let's not, we're, having, we're trying to have fun out there the other thing i compare this to and i said this to you guys that day is maybe for those of you listeners who have ever seen the series mighty ducks <laughs> and that trilogy but the first one which is possibly the best of the films yeah um if not the best of the hockey films ever right what did the ducks they played the kings and they got destroyed in their first game but then who did they face in the playoffs the kings and who won the ducks exactly so i'm like maybe this is your cathartic like bittersweet moment which leads and foreshadows what is to come Mm -hmm. because you might play the master batters and now you might kill them right. and make them eat their fucking words. Exactly. Right? And hopefully that guy fucking trips on my foot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's just quickly tell this because we're going along and I got a food headache because I'm so hungry now. The chicken won't be ready for 40 minutes. Should have made dinner audio. No, that's my fault. This is just the longest process to finish a podcast ever. It took like four days. I know. Like that's my meals. fault. No, no, no. Anyway, so game three, we ended up winning game three to go back to two and one, a game over 500. It, it was our first time we had everyone on the team. Yeah. And I decided to sit out. Yeah, you were the coach. I was so the you, coach. You, you, as Greg calls me, Gibbies. Gibby, yeah. You actually set the lineup. Mm-hmm. You told everyone when they're up to bat, what positions they were playing. Yeah. You, I like, t- cheered everybody on. Cheered everybody on. I told them when and when not to run. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I was, like, third base coaching as well. So, anyways, that game was great. 
the team was nice. I don't think there was any issues with that There was no issues one. with that one. So why don't we talk about last week's game four? Wait a second. So what? wait, the good news is is that after you guys won, you guys as a team went to Boston Pizza to celebrate. Yeah, that was fun. Which was a lot of fun. Because I always think it's really cool if you are in a group of strangers who are all different ages. Like we're talking 19 through 40 mm-hmm. probably. And so the crazy thing is all diverse backgrounds, which is awesome. We got creative. We got medical. We got finance. Just like we got engineers, like like super crazy. It's all across the spectrum, which I just think adds to like the caliber of your team, and like mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. So then, yeah, fast forward. Well, Such a great high. Mm-hmm. So we're two and one, and then the next game we play game four. I see the team I'm like okay, I feel like we can beat these guys. Mm-hmm. And why don't you tell the ex- the experience? <sighs> so, so this one you ended up playing. Did I? Oh, yeah. So, okay. This team had already played one game previously. It was also, like, a pretty hot day, but we were excited. We were in the dugout that we had won the previous game in. I felt like we were riding the high of the previous week, and, you know, maybe we... I don't think we underestimated that team. We thought they might be a bit tired, Mm. Um, but we were like, okay, we're just going to play with heart, right, Mm. and, like, do it up. And so the weird thing was, and I feel like this was a ploy by them to get into our heads a little bit they put the stuffiest chick on first base who she also took the game so serious but it wasn't even like so seriously it was like obnoxiously seriously and i think she irritated her own team oh she did there was a few people who irritated themselves in that team so okay basically if we describe if you will we're all playing like it was a fairly easy pace game except as soon as you got on to first the Mm -hmm. rule in softball in general is you're not allowed to do leadoffs your foot always has to be on a bag that's what i yeah exactly how i explained in the last game how the guy yelled oh yeah so then this thing was though that guy and this girl would have been like the best couple yeah but the difference with that guy is i felt like for whatever reason it was a bit whatever reason it was it was more chill than this it was because he told me after the pitch he's like you can't do it yeah guess why i didn't do it this broad so we had one girl on base for us and she actually was leading she had like uh she wasn't on the bag she had to lead off Mm -hmm. and apparently the first baseman was looking at her the whole time and instead of again rec league baseball instead of being like Mm -hmm. oh hey you have to stay on the base Mm -hmm. she didn't she waited until the play happened yeah and she like came over she's like she's out next time you can't fucking do that you can't lead off we're like if you saw it why didn't you why didn't you tell her Right? And so, like, that's the thing. Like, we weren't maliciously trying no, to get laid off. No. It was, like, genuinely just, not paying attention. Yeah, just let, let us know. We're very easy going about Totally. That. So then, it would be, like, whatever, whatever, pressing on. That happened two more times. Yeah. Or right? she, like, lost it. Where one person, they weren't leading off, but they took a step forward when someone swung a mess. And he's like, and she's like, you're out, you're fucking you're out. You're fucking out. We had to deal with this shit the last game. And we're like, really? Like Yeah. But then, the crazy, tell what happened on third base. Uh, with her. Remember with Nav? What happened? When he tried to tag her? No, that was me. I tried. Oh. Oh, yeah. So then she was up to bat, and she hit the ball, and then she got on first base, whatever. The next person comes up, comes up, hits it. She, yeah, it was Nav. She's rounding the base, and she's running to third, and she's a little bit slower, and then she's running home, and Nav gets it from second, and it's like, well, we're not going to do a rundown throw back. Yeah, throw. she so, can't run either. No. She's so not he, hustling hard. He's running, and he's basically jogs up to her, and he's about to tag her, and she's like, "You can't fucking tag me. That's not in the rules. You're not allowed to tag." 
Meanwhile, the guy who runs the organization is on their team. Yeah. And he's like, you're allowed to you're tag. You're allowed to tag. And so she was, like, making up rules. And As she was going. And then, like, a fucking skis, she's, like, back on first. And because she didn't trust us with the, what the score was, she brought the score card. The scoreboard. And she, like, threw it she into had our dugout. put it in our dugout. I'm like, bitch, No, please. she didn't put it. She threw it. So then I was like, I'm going to fucking step all over this. I'm not on the team. Get out. So you said you're not on the team, so what were you going to do next? I was going to step on her clipboard. Oh, did you? No. Catholic guilt. So, so... But I gave her such stink eye, and then um, I was like, oh my god, like, when I went up, I was playing that game. Yeah, you did play, I you did did, play you that, game that game. Because then when I went up, I got onto first, and I was like, don't worry, I'm not going to move. And she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah. I will fully step on your foot. Yeah. Then I all of a sudden went to second, because whoever batted up against oh, yeah. me. Yeah. And then I got to second, and the guy jokingly tried to push me off the base. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I know, like, that's... But, but he was like, he's like, haha, he's like, I'm just taking the piss. And I was like, okay, because I'm like, your team seems really into, like being about this and he's like I know I'm so sorry like but at least yeah. he was apologetic about it but I'm like why don't you tell your team to slow their roll because even I was on second base and mm-hmm. then the third baseman was like time out time out and he's talking to shortstop he's like we gotta do a shift we gotta figure out the shift and no the, the second baseman's like fuck off guys like let's just play yeah exactly he was, he was sick of dealing with this shit because this whole team this whole just team like, is so ridiculous and so the worst part was that's the kind of stuff, like, what I feel is, like, the douchey way of playing. It is. It's, like, whatever. Because because Are we ahead of them? No, they're 4-1 they're and one because of shit like this. But anyways, we've played teams where people have done that leadoff thing where they take a step when the person swings and misses. Yeah. And I just mentioned, like, oh, well, you just got to stay on the base. Sometimes I don't even mention it because no. you know what? Taking a half a step doesn't... Yeah. They don't advance... It doesn't... Totally. ...matter. Like, and it isn't the other rule, and this is what happened, and if we didn't win last week, so we won't tell that story, but... On Sunday's game when we played, isn't there a rule that you have to wait till the ball's been hit before you run? You can't run mid-swing. No. So I saw three people do that on their damn team. One last night? Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Exactly. Do you think I'm going to fucking call that shit? We'll save that game for next week. Exactly. Because, yeah, that game... So anyways, we ended up losing the game with well, the crazy first base. That was a rough base. loss because we didn't lose by a lot. No, we didn't. We lost by a couple runs. And, it, and was, it was a shitty run because we lost. Was that the game where Jeff took the home run and then went too far? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was like some, what we consider like careless losses. Yeah, and it's like just come on. Little things like taking a half a step after a swing and miss. Mm-hmm. Just tell us. We'll go back to our base. I don't think it warrants an out. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that is just taking it too serious. So, anyways. So, what is what is our standing right now? Right now, we're three and two. That's we, not bad. We won last night. Some funny things happened last night, but we'll save it. We'll save it. Save it for next week, because now we're, like, really far in this podcast. I but do think you guys are the fun. mighty ducks of this. and like I think we should be four and one, but it's just that one game with the yeah. two weeks ago. They screwed us over. But I also think it's, like... Amongst everything else, I do think it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to come watch whenever. I like keeping the scorecard, even though I felt like I was, like, getting stressed out yesterday. Um, but, yeah, no, it's so much fun to, like, watch you play. The first game we played, though, I've never been more cramped in my life. Oh, I, I felt like I friggin' pulled my groin I muscle. I pulled my groin. I hurt my elbow, my leg, it was my so ankles crazy. hurt. But it was also so legit because we had so much dirt on us oh, so that I felt dirt. so, like, like a hardcore athlete. Yeah. Even though you're not allowed to slide. Yeah. So. It was a lot of fun. Just like it was great exercise. It's even, yeah, mm-hmm. my batting's been all right, but my fielding's been pretty decent. Yeah, your feeling say. was on fucking fleek last week. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We still have, it's only halfway through, so I'm excited to. Is it even? Is it more, less than uh, halfway? We've played five games. I think it's 
like 11 or 12 games you play, so okay. it's almost halfway. Well, I think you guys are doing amazing. You're like rookie of the year. Thank you. You're not Gary Busey. No, I'm the <laughs> little kid who breaks his arm and plays for the yeah. Chicago Cubs. I will say John has taken out two pitchers, like J.A. hacked them. Yeah, I have two of our pitchers. <laughs> But I almost got halved. I've al- you almost got halved. Yeah, here I'm, I'm. I pitch most of the games. Yeah. And you don't think I almost been halved a few times? Wait, haven't you halved the same person twice? No, no, I have two different. Okay, people. two different. People. Happing someone is when you're up to bat and you hit them with the ball because J. A. Hap got smacked in the head once, so we call it yeah. getting happed. These two people didn't get hit in the head. No, they I hit him in the, the shoulder, shoulder and the leg. leg. So more meaty part of the shoulder. Anyways, I almost got happed three times in a row yesterday. <laughs> they were slow dribblers, but I still had to jump out of the way. <laughs> All right, let's end this thing because it's so long now. Yeah. And you said you had a band of the week, right? I did have a band of the week. So who, you, you go for it. So in 12 seasons, I think I've had two band no, of the week. No, you've had 15. Where have you even come up with this number? I can tell I, you for I can fact, actually for name fact Carol King episode. Yeah. Ding. The episode where I do top 25 on my iPod. Ding. ding. The two episodes of Girl Talk. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. There's That's been- actually Miranda had one of those. So, dang. Where you're at the twelve? No, because every where you're at the every 12. seven episodes, you're always like, oh, I don't get to say band of the week. So I know, I, and then nothing so then happens, like, and you sabotage because me. every every week I'm like, do you have a band of the week? You're like, nah, dog. And I'm like, okay, well, I got four chambered. I got four ready to chambers? go. Chambers. I got four in the chambers ready to go. Okay. Anyways, first of all, so who is your band of the week? My band of the week for this episode of the podcast is. Hey, sorry, can I say one thing? What? Would you rather have a band of the week or episodes dedicated to you? Just dedicated. So you mean to. those three episodes I had dedicated to me? Yeah, because we usually we do fifty fifty, but you got some dedicated to you. What do we do fifty fifty? These episodes. Even say I, I I gave you some huge stories to tell. Half of these stories involved you. Yeah, but I, I took uh, what could have been a thirty minute spider story, made, condensed it to five. I minutes. don't even know how that story made the cut. I condensed it to five. Minutes. I don't even know how that story. You're telling made me the a spider cut. jumps on you in the bathroom. You're not making it. That a story did not story. even actually happen anyway, to let's you. Let's get into your sponsor. <laughs> the sponsor, not the sponsor. Stop. See, you're trying to sabotage me. <sighs> right. So either way, the band of the week for this episode of the podcast is this all female group called Joseph. Hi. Stop I'm sabotaging me. I'm done. You no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. mean to me. Joseph, where are they from? Who are they? They're a, th- a group, Lakeheim. They're three mm. sisters from Portland. And they put out their debut album, like, earlier this summer, I believe. And so the song of the week by the band of the week is White Flag by Joseph. It's an awesome indie folk group. And I... I played you the song because you had to download it, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's so good. I think it's I bought really... their album because it was so mm-hmm. good. So I heard, I first heard them on Spotify, and I thought they were really awesome, and I think they're just like a really great summer band right now. Yeah, so why don't we get into it? White Flag by Joseph. <laughs> All the ways to get in contact, facebook.com slash live605 for pictures and memes and videos, uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Malencamp. You can follow me at Val Gomez 23 on both Instagram and Twitter. And on iTunes. <laughs> Drop us a comment on our iTunes page. Like, why isn't Val's name in the description? Right? Because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. If two people leave a comment asking where you are, I'll put your name. I'll figure a way to put your name in there. It's tough. It's, is it called edit? It's in the deep <laughs> recesses of the internet to find how to get oh, my name. Deep recesses. Like ARPANET years. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I know. Right? All right, let's go. I got a food headache. <laughs> Dinner's not going to be ready, so I don't know what you're going to do about that. I'm going to go eat a Mike and Ike bit. Bye.
or uh, cookies and cream. What's on your eyelash? I don't know. I gotta go. Okay. Bye. John Mallon and Val Gomez.